0: Great, great morning, everybody! Great, great morning. It is Monday. Um, when when this when this drops or airs, we will have what would it be, like six days before Christmas. And I'm not a big Christmas guy. I'm just I'm just saying, six days before Christmas. Make sure you guys spending this time with your family getting your goals ready for um, 2023 for some reason i thought next year was 2022 i don't know i just i was looking at my calendar and and i had some some things in january and i saw 2023 and i was like oh crap did i skip a year it's like no coop it's 2022 right now um so yeah i wish you guys have uh taking this time to spend with family and and just finish this year strong, uh, going into 2023, um, something that's been on my mind, that's been on my mind, I'm not trying to start any drama or any, uh, this is definitely conspiracy theory for sure, um, I know COVID happened, you know, we're still going through that, anybody find it interesting that, like, disney decided to drop disney plus right when they did you should go back and and see when they dropped it i just find it interesting you know like i'm you know just you buy it and in november oh you get it for the whole next year free right and then obviously then you get on It's just interesting just interesting. I don't know if I should call these segments like conspiracy theory Coop Mondays or conspiracy theory Coop Tuesdays or something. Don't know. Anyways, that was just my thought in my head. Kids, kids are doing good, uh, doing great. Um, Blakely's almost walking. Uh, she's got about, she's got about a month left, about a month and a half. Because Cash was walking at ten months. Braylin was literally walking between eight and a half and nine months. Yeah, she was, Braylon was super, superhuman, speeding Gonzalez. So, yeah, again, we're not putting, I'm not putting no pressure on her, but she does have standards that she needs to, needs to live up to in this household. Um, I think that's all I got, guys. I'm super excited for today's episode. Um, definitely an individual you guys are going to like, and it's definitely a topic that is a first for this podcast, so stay tuned. Alright, everybody on today's episode we have a u.s army infantry man currently on recruiting orders he's also a head coach for the west fargo united girls wrestling team ladies and gentlemen i have trent walker
1: yeah hey, how's it going
0: <laughs> trent thanks for uh coming on tonight uh, I know you're really busy and uh
1: yeah i I just want to say thanks man thanks for coming yeah of course uh, I'm actually really
0: excited to be here awesome awesome can you just tell our audience a little bit more about uh who you are what you do and why you do what you do
1: yeah um and like you uh like you introduced me I'm a United States Army infantryman um you know I really just uh, right now currently on recruiting orders Um, so I put people in the army Um, I reach out to the public I do what I can to be with the public and um, try to help them out any way possible just uh, you know really driving a better scene for the army Uh, we get kind of a bad rap at times so anything I can do to really shape that um, helps that being said um, I'm here to help people in their venture into the United States Army, and so we do a lot of processing, and we're here to help them uh, with the information. And then, on top of that, I'm a, I'm a head coach for a wrestling team, so you know I uh, spend a lot of time uh, with uh, the girls' wrestling team. Sorry, um, spend a lot of time coaching them and and helping out the community, the West Fargo community, with wrestling. Uh, Trying to be more of a uh, larger asset in that as well. Just you know, I, I, I'm a big, big believer in being a part of your community, so I like to reach out and do what I can here and there. I'm not, I can't. I'm only one person, so I can't be around everywhere. But if I could, I would.
0: Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, I I was curious. So, like, I guess my first question is, why is it that? um army recruiters like you think they get you they
1: get a bad rap well i mean uh i think a lot of people see like recruiters in the past um where some people have been you know lied to um and something that we are trying to change here in fargo and west fargo and the surrounding areas is we're not here to lie to anybody we're here to spread the information give you what we can um And if you don't like that or it doesn't fit your plan or future, then it is what it is. Really, our goal is to just get the information out there. So, uh, you know, I guess what I'm saying is, like, a lot of people think that we're going to lie to them or we're just here to make a number or anything like that. And that's just not true. Um, You know, we're trying to be a a part of the community, too. We're human beings. We understand uh, the Army's not for everybody. um, But... You know, there's a lot of people that could use the army and reap the benefits that are the army's willing to give them.
0: Awesome, awesome, awesome. Let's talk a little bit about those benefits. Like, what, um, what are those?
1: I think everybody knows that the army pay will pay for uh, tuition. Uh, Well, I don't think that they understand that the army will also pay for uh, their housing uh, at an E5 or sergeant rate for. uh, We call it basic allowance for housing. Uh, but basically, the Army is just going to give them this slump sum of money. It's a stipend, um, comes in every month, and it's going to pay for their housing. So that comes along with the GI Bill. Um, and then, you know, we have 100% uh, health care. Um, we are going to give you a place to, we're going to shelter you, right? The Army is always going to shelter its soldiers. It never leaves its soldiers behind. It never leaves their families behind, nothing like that. Um, and then there's just, I mean I I could list hundreds of benefits that the army gives you. I mean the 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 real um big ones are the ones I just listed off to include, you know, the the opportunity to travel and experience the world. So
0: Yeah, no, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. So like how I guess how did you get into
1: this role as an army recruiter? <laughs> It's kind of a funny story. Um, So my wife is a, um, she is a regional manager for a company called Dutch Bros. Um, It's a coffee shop started out in my hometown out west in Kranz Pass, Oregon. Um, And then it's gotten significantly big. They just went public uh, last year. Um, So she's doing that. She's trying to franchise it. And it was at the height of COVID. I was looking to maybe move on from the army, use my GI bill and go back to school, get my, um, my bachelor's degree. And, and then COVID kind of hit us and it was, it was getting kind of crazy. So then the army was like, Hey, you just came down on recruiting orders. They kind of just come out of the blue with those things. They select you. You're like the top 30 or 40% of non-commissioned officers in the army. And they try to select you or push you to recruiting. So <laughs> I was like, Oh, I guess you couldn't kind of have come at a better time. And and then I went in to talk to retention. They said, uh, "Well, what, you know, how long do you want to uh, enlist for?" And I said, I, "I don't know. What are my options? What are you going to give me?" And then they listed them off, and uh, there was a significant bonus in there. So I was like, "Okay, well, heck yeah, let's uh, let's do that." And uh, I signed a six year contract. Mm.
0: Okay. And that you signed it in I I didn't catch the, the year. Was it 2019 or
1: 2020? Oh, uh, that was 2020. Twenty twenty. Okay. Got it. Yeah, April, got it, got it, got April got of twenty twenty is when I re-signed that contract. Got it. Got it. Okay. Cool.
0: Cool. 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 Um, how did you know, talking, you know, about your bio that you sent, where did uh high school wrestling come into play? Um, can you elaborate on that question? Um, so when did you become the high school wrestling uh
1: coach for the girls? Oh, okay. So um last year I uh volunteer coached for West Fargo Boys Wrestling, Boys Far City Wrestling. And uh it was uh, I, I had a really good time with it. And the year before that I I helped uh um Concordia College a bit with their, their heavyweights. Um, it wasn't like, uh, I was there in there every day thing, but I was in there quite often. And then, uh, you know, uh, last year I, I went with, uh, West Fargo boys varsity really enjoyed it. And then I was planning to come back to West Fargo this year. Um, we had a meeting and, and this whole girls, uh, wrestling had been up in the air. I, there's a lot of people that had been asking me questions about it. And so I, um, uh, I brought it up to the head coach of West Fargo, Ben Brogan. And he told me that they still didn't have a head coach. I was like, oh, it's, you know, it's coming close to crunch time. This is in October, I believe, maybe early November. So, wow. yeah. Um, and so I, I said, I think it was October, um, mid-October. And so uh, I was like, well, would you have any problems with me you know, leaving the West Fargo boys? Because I'd already committed to him as a coach and I didn't want to be, you know, just leaving behind like that. So I asked him if he'd be okay with me putting in an application there if it, and if you would, you know, kind of back me on it. And he said, yeah, of course. Uh, and then he's like, I was actually going to ask you if you would do it. And I was like, Oh, all right, cool. So, uh, uh, I, I put my application in and then, uh, yeah, it's, it's been, uh, it's been a heck of a ride ever since. <laughs> so this was kind of an expedited thing.
0: Wow. Interesting. That's interesting. That's, that's awesome. So like, um, you know, you said it's been an interesting ride, like how, you know, I guess, what's the difference f-
1: from your time as being the boys to now being, you know, coaching for the girls? Well, I guess uh, there's, there's a huge difference when you go from like being anywhere from like a volunteer or assistant coach to being a head coach. There's, there's just so much logistics that goes into this that I didn't, I didn't know about. Um, until I got the position, and then it was kind of just handed to me. And I was like, "Oh wow, this is <laughs> this is a lot more than I thought." I knew there was going to be a lot, but it was just a lot more—like uh, just a lot of planning and a lot of being on top of things and a lot of information that you're trying to di- distribute to everybody at once. While you're trying to coach and motivate and mentor and be a good leader to people, and you know, the decision-making process that you have to go through on a ev- like normal basis is just. Um, it's a lot more methodical uh than i guess i had anticipated so um but it's exciting because i get to help everyone in the room become what um i envision right and i have a i have a big uh big idea on what i want people to become i want to, people to become like the best versions of themselves and to do that on and off the mat takes a lot of training and a lot of uh, willpower and um, discipline. And so I try to preach that in the room. And so it's been, I guess, that part right there has been like the best part to watch is like all the development that these girls are learning. It's super exciting for sure. Awesome.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Um, I was curious now going back to, um, you know, our, army recruiter what what does like a day look like um for you like in regards to when you're going out
1: and and doing recruiting i really enjoy going out and talking to people face to face i don't um there's this you know we got to make phone calls cold calls and text people and um i'm not a big fan of that i really do don't enjoy bothering people, especially when they don't want to be bothered. You know, we, we try to get a lot of contacts with seniors out there and what ends up happening is we contact a lot of their parents and their parents don't want to be talked to. They don't want to talk to an army recruiter. And so what ends up happening is we have a bad reaction from that. And that gives us a bad rep in the public. They don't like being being bothered. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like they don't like to be bothered. And so uh, I like to get out and I really enjoy like this part of it, like where I get to head coach uh, where like, while this is a part of um, my ability to be in the wrestling community and help these kids out, um, it, you know, it gives me an opportunity to get face to face to people and put an image of the army out there. Um, I go to table setups quite often. I really like to just be out there and talk to the kids and I don't even really you know, scream army all the time. I really just, I go and I ask them how their day's going and ask them if, what sports they play or what class they have next. And, you know, I'm wearing my army uniform or my army shirt or whatever uh, the flavor is for that day, but I'm out there and I just like to talk to the public. I like to be out there. Awesome. So a normal awesome. day for me is like getting out of the office. yeah got it
0: got it got it got it got it so like i'm i'm very intrigued so like is it are you given like a i don't know like a map or like hey this this is your area that you need to, you know cultivate those relationships with or like how like how do you know where to go
1: yeah it's kind of built like that where they say Okay. okay this is your area um go out and be successful do what you feel is going to help uh, drive the community to understand the army a little bit more. And really our first job, the first line of our job is to be ambassadors of the army, right? So we're really just there to show people that we're normal human beings too. And that, you know, we, we, we have all these opportunities. If it's not for you, it's not for you, right? We're not here to like draft anybody. (laughs) Yeah. So, And like, they do give us like, Hey, this is what we expect to you from you. You know, um, there is an expectation there. And then, uh, and then they, they tell you what, what works, what doesn't work, stuff like that. So it's not like they just throw you into a pool and hope that you swim. They try to train you and help you out along the way. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure, you know, as well as I do, there's a certain way you want to talk to people like,
0: Oh yeah, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You need, you, uh, you, you, there's a there's a saying. For the longest, I used to believe this. You know, like um, treat people how like how you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. Like it was like the golden rule. But then, like over the last year, year and a half, I've been hearing like I because I do a lot of personality coaching. Um, mm-hmm. I have a personality coach, and I've been hearing it's I don't know if it's like the silver rule or something, but like treat people how. Um, they want to be treated, right? Because Mm. how you want to be treated might be completely different how someone else wants to be treated based on their personality. Right. Wow, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. So like that's so that's so when you said that, that that that's been my thing is is understanding personalities and then understanding because like I'm a high energy like all the time. (laughs) I can tell go go, right? (laughs) (laughs) Some people love that and then there's other people that that like hey coop, like you need to take take it down a little bit right so it's <laughs> it's up to me to like understand who which personalities like are where i need to be more calm relaxed when i talk to them and then who i can really bring that energy and that emotion to right so yeah i mean yeah, that so, really yeah.
1: goes into like reading people's body language and understanding yeah. like what they want from you because not everybody yeah. wants that like high energy high energy type of uh you know attitude yeah that some type, some people just want to be like calm and relaxed and have a decent conversation or what, whatever the situation promotes
0: yeah no that's yeah exactly 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 um so i i believe yeah you said you're married you have one kid three kids three kids okay 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 yeah. ages
1: um 6 3 and, um, I think right now he's on six months going on wow, six months well, or something like, months.
0: Yeah. like copying me or something. <laughs> what, uh, what are, what are the genders? What are the genders? Boy, girl, boy. Okay. I'm the, I'm opposite. Oh, boy guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: So, okay. So let's how, so how, how did you and your,
0: um, and your wife meet?
1: Wow. Uh, fun story. I really enjoy telling this story actually. Um, okay. So it's 2010 and my friend texts me, it's like eight o'clock in the morning. My friend texts me and says, I need to come to their volleyball game. And I'm like, it's eight o'clock in the morning. I'm not, I don't want to go. <laughs> who wants to go to, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not a volleyball player. Yeah. So like watching a volleyball, uh, game at eight o'clock in the morning doesn't get my rocks off. Yeah. but <laughs> but like i i also wanted to support my friends so i was like okay um i'm gonna go but i'm gonna complain the whole time kind of yeah, yeah. so I, I get there i got there early uh yeah to my luck because it didn't start for an hour after that so it really started Ooh. at nine thanks a lot okay. um yep. morgan streeter shout out to her thanks for doing that <laughs> so um i really have i really have her to thank for my relationship but um anyways so I go to this volleyball game my friend there that is also on the wrestling team is there and his mom and like their whole family kind of is uh, big into the team so they're there and I'm just you know chatting with them and this girl comes up and they introduce me to her I didn't remember her name I was just like okay hi um, bye <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, I go sit at The I'm watching the volleyball game eating my airheads and drinking my pop because I'm not, I'm tired. And uh, that same girl comes and sits by me. And uh, so I, at this point I'm like, okay, I guess we're hanging out now. So uh, then I made some dumb joke. I don't remember what the joke was, but I made some (laughs) dumb joke about volleyball um, and she laughed and that was cool. And then I totally ran away because uh, I was super embarrassed. I just thought it was the dumbest joke ever. And, um, so volleyball game ends. Um, and my, my friend comes up and they say, uh, a different friend, um, comes up and they're like, Hey, that girl that was sitting next to you wants your number. And I was like, what girl? Um, and they're like, the girl that was literally sitting next to you the whole time. And I was like, uh, and they're like the blonde okay. girl with the long sleeve shirt on. I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. The girl I made the dumb joke too. Okay, cool. Yes. Yeah, sure. Give her my number. And, uh, she will tell you that she texted first, but she's a liar. You know, I don't, I don't believe her for a second. I'm pretty yeah. sure I was the one who text first and I'm going to, I'm going to stay true to that till the day I die. Um, yeah, for sure. You got to, yep. <laughs> <laughs> So, yep. And, uh, we've been together ever since with some breaks in between, but, uh, yeah, we've been married since 2014. Awesome. Yeah. It's been a fun ride. Awesome. Cool.
0: Cool. 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 Um, and so, so like, you know, I'm always curious to, to talk about, talk to other like married men, you know, about just like, you know, what, what have you guys done in during, you know, in the past or like even now, you know, like you have a busy schedule and I'm sure she's, you know, got a busy schedule as well. Mm-hmm. um, Like, how are you guys able to like, like do so much and
1: have like, have a family? Well, um, I'll tell you right now, I, I, my wife is a, is a superhero. I mean, she goes hard in the paint on a daily basis. Um, yeah. so like I said before, she's a regional manager for Dutch bros. Uh, she actually lives in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Um, and so she, our kids, uh, live down there with her. And so we, uh we opted this year we opted into an au pair service I don't, do you know what that is no i don't okay so an o pair is basically someone that is either in state or out of the uh, uh foreign national that comes in and they live with you and they you know that their job is to watch your kids and do a couple chores throughout the day um and so you build a schedule for them and all that stuff but they live with you um so we opted into that so that she would always have a person there available to her. Um, We just had some trouble in the past with um, like babysitters not being available for whatever reason, stuff like that. So we just kind of needed someone who was going to be there all the time. Um, So, you know, I'm, I'm up here recruiting in North Dakota. And so I, I try to get down there as much as possible or they come up here. Like right now my son is up here with me um, and then they're going to come down and, january and for um 10 days and so and then the next time i'll see them is around my birthday which is at the end of the wrestling season so
0: okay okay yeah.
1: and you and you're gonna have to help me when when does the wrestling season end? um i believe it's somewhere around uh february 18th i know the okay. the state tournament is around those days i'd have to look at the actual week of that calendar to to tell you when the date it would end but it's usually that saturday it ends Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure, for sure.
0: Cool, cool, cool. So if if you uh, don't mind me asking like what um what what is Trent Walker the army recruiter? Like what are his what are his hobbies? Like what is he like doing? Uh oh, I think it's man. I think it's good to like for people to hear like like you like you're a great like you're a great guy. Like you're a great dude. Like you got <laughs> you like you have other things going on in life, right?
1: Yeah. No, I I definitely have my hobbies. I would say wrestling is one of my favorite things. Um I think just the sport itself, I I love it. So I would say that's probably one of my hobbies. Alongside coaching, right? Um yeah. but other than that, I love to go snowboarding. I love downhill mountain biking. I love to play video games and I'm a D and D nerd. D and D, Dungeons and Dragons.
0: Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Got it. so PC is that yeah. PC?
1: Um, or is that
0: a, is that a movie?
1: Oh no, that's that's a that's a tabletop game.
0: Got it. Okay. Okay. Um, what what game? What games? What games do you like playing? If you don't mind me asking?
1: Um, I don't. I mean,
0: uh,
1: I play a game called Escape from Tarkov. Uh, it's just okay. a hyper-realism, military-based game. Yeah. Um, I I do like some Call of Duty. Not all of it. Um, and then I play just random computer games that I just find and download, and I'm a big strategy-based gaming person, so. Got it. Yeah. Got it. So, okay. so I, I, I mean, do you play guys. any video games or do anything so, like that? You're super I, I, busy, I mean, so.
0: I mean, back back in, oh, uh, man, this is, what, like, when was it? I, like, I was, I was heavy, I would say from high school. I don't even know, like, I don't even know exactly the, de- I would say definitely, like, middle school up until, like, oof, a couple years ago, Okay, I was, like, I was, like, heavy, I mean, it could really be anything, but I really was like first-person shooters. Um, I was big Halo, big Call of Duty. Um, I don't know if you heard Splinter, Splinter Cell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love so I love that series. I was one of like the first games I got into. Um, kind of sad now, that I, they stopped I, I, making them. Yeah, it man, like that. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's it it's a disappointing. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, and then just like a couple of years ago, I just. I hadn't like touched my Xbox in like almost a year and I had kind of changed like my selection of, of video games at when Bray was born and uh, my, my oldest and mm-hmm. uh, and then I just I just ended up selling like selling it selling my console and games like I just and I'm just wow. I don't know like it just yeah I'm just like you know like just like you like I'm I'm super busy and I just I I you just I don't know, feel like I, you had
1: to cut it out like you had to cut it out of your routine
0: i don't i don't know if it if i i think it was for i was forced to cut it out because i was so busy <laughs> i mean that's fair
1: like yeah like
0: it i just didn't have to like to, i mean don't get me wrong like i would i mean that's what i would do is like hey i got like an hour i will just go like game, <laughs> do try like, to escape reality like, exactly now it's like
1: i would rather just like Use that hour to get a quick nap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. I I feel that. Yeah, I, for a while yeah. I was streaming and uh it made games feel like a job. Yeah, decided to stop.
0: Yeah, I. Yep, I. Yep, I totally. I can totally understand that. Um. I, so I I have to ask now because you said something. And I'm curious because I've, I've again I've never like have talked to like an army recruiter before like this. Mm-hmm. So you you said um and maybe this might not be anything but i'm just curious you said that you like to play call of duty but not all of it
1: yeah yeah
0: did it now does that have to do with just your your background with the army and there was just some things you didn't resonate with Um, in the game (laughs) and this this is weird this is like you asking me about like playing college football games like because i'm an athlete like i played it like i and for the record i weird really weird i like have never played like ever since high school i never played like madden or like any of those games oh yeah it's almost
1: a sin so, there yeah
0: that's not yeah <laughs> that's, that's about me but anyway <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah i mean uh it's i don't really have any um like ties to the game that would like make me feel like I couldn't play it for any of those reasons. There are things that like annoy me in the game, like that are just like unreal, obviously. Cause it's a game, yeah. right? Everybody yep. wants that, uh, unrealistic hero mentality when they play a video game or something like that. Right. It's yeah. a video game. Yeah. It is what it is. That being said, um, it would just make me super mad. I, I like Tarkov cause it's very realistic. Uh, so, you know, I fire my gun at somebody, and it doesn't take eighty <laughs> shots, and then they get to put more plates in out of nowhere. Uh, yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> I, that whole thing just annoys me. So, like, yeah, you know, um, that's why I kind of stopped playing it. I got the new one that just came out because uh, all my buddies play it, and I want to play with them. I'm a big social gamer. I love to play yeah. with my friends, and that's probably a real big part of why I play games. Like. If no one's on, I'm probably not playing any video games. I'm probably just yeah. I'm either hanging out with my family or I'm trying to find some to do. Cause I don't yeah. The only reason I sit down and, you know, use an hour to two hours of my time is to just play with my friends. That's it. So yeah, but we say- I think mean, Call of Duty is just <laughs> it's gone downhill. So Yeah.
0: Yeah, and we, and when you say like play with friends, you mean like like playing online?
1: Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I, all my buddies from my, um, like my best friend that I met in basic training, like we play Call of Duty together all the time. Something sometimes I'll, I'll just be having a bad day, but I know if I hop on Call of Duty and he's on, like that's gonna turn my day around. So yeah, yeah, it's a big win. Awesome, there.
0: awesome, awesome. Yeah, that the whole the whole uh, online experience thing is just it's different. Oh, it's, you it's you, crazy! You play with people around the world that yeah. you've never met or meant, talked oh, to. And,
1: this is crazy. I um, another good friend of mine. Um, I met him on Call of Duty, and I just happened to jump into his party one day, and we were talking, and then we started playing a bunch together, and then me, him, and my best friend started playing. And then I went to recruiting school, and on my way back, I stopped by uh, his town, and we had dinner.
0: Oh, that's awesome.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, online gaming has come a long way.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure.
1: I don't know if I recommend doing that with everybody you meet online, but, you know.
0: (laughs) I mean, sometimes you just got to take your shot, you know? just just Yeah, I mean, that's fair.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This just happened to be a good experience for me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome.
1: Did you um, did you say you played college ball?
0: Yeah, yeah, I played. I played at NDSU.
1: Really? I didn't know that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. It's part part of part of uh part of my journey, my my path. Yeah,
1: that's cool. What? Uh, yeah. What position did you play? Uh, wide wide receiver. Now I feel like I have I I should know this. So
0: no, you're good. No worries. No worries. It's all good. It's all. Where you uh, oh,
1: why didn't you go to the NFL? What happened?
0: Oh man, you're asking me. Okay, that was a I deep love question. It. I, love it. It I know. Like, I
1: came in hard with it.
0: Oh, it's uh, all good. It's all good. You know, um, <laughs> I, I feel like so my redshirt junior year, um, I broke like I broke my. I always get it? it mixed up. My tibia, the, the uh, small, the small bone on the outside. It's either the ah, tibia, dude anyways it was it was a clean break um okay. i had surgery and to be honest that time i was out like i it was close middle middle-ish uh during like middleish season i i broke it and so i was out for the for the rest of the season i, I came back for like we went to frisco just like doing helping the practice squad or whatever but
1: hmm. um
0: it, it was just a lot of reflection um for me and i didn't it's uh, oh man, this is this is deep. I'll be honest, like it, it wasn't. I just didn't feel the same about f- like football, right? Oh, okay, um, you know you, and you know I didn't. Me, and my position coach didn't get get along well, um, mm. and so it it just it just kind of left me with a bad taste to the point like where. um i just i just was i just just had enough like enough football you know and i wanted to just move on with my with my life you know i had met my wife in college at the time and you know like i i didn't i didn't i was i was just excited to like be able to
1: do something else with you feel like you got like really burned out after I, that you know, injury
0: I, I i don't know like it was almost like I'm I'm a big religious guy, and like, and there's there's been like a lot of points in my life that like I know he's been like acting on me or like putting things in in place. And when I got injured, um, just just a couple things happened to me when I got injured that just kind of made me open my eyes a little bit. Like maybe this isn't cracked up what it's supposed to be.
1: Um, yeah, I mean that's fair, dude.
0: Yeah, and I've been there. Yeah, and, and again, like, I, and I'll be honest, I feel like a lot of guys go through that, you know, like, they get to that point, like, either they get hurt, or they realize, like, it, you know, they might not make it. Um, And I think a lot of guys end up, like, fighting that. And, like, and again, like, to all the power to them, like, you know, go ahead and fight it. But I, I was just more on the side, like, you know, I want to just be able to turn the chapter, like, you know, this is fun, like, I was, blessed to be able to be part of something like that i we we, i got three national championship rings Uh, um but yeah but yeah i was yeah i was i was i was done i think i i had my fill of of football and it was just time for me to go do something else i guess
1: (laughs) i think a lot of people get stuck on that like like this is this is it like this is their their uh their only outlet their only moment this is where they're going to be yeah but they don't realize like there's, there's so, so much more out there. There's that you so can much do. more. Yeah. You know, I was thinking that when, so my mom was grooming me to be this cop. And then I went and did this. Uh, I, this is like middle of college. I went and did this uh, shadow with the cop. And he was like, yeah, this job's like 80%, 85% paperwork. And I was like, pump the brakes there, buddy. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I'm not an office guy. You know, I want I wanted to run around and be a crazy f- crazy person. I just wanted yeah. to be a person, just do my thing and and I, I don't know, I wanted to uh, when I was in high school I was just we were running around shooting guns up in the mountains and you know just I don't know. We were doing all kinds of crazy stuff and and uh, I was a wrestler at the time in college and I like I was like dude I don't want to I don't want to go down that path. And My brother called me and he was like, I'm joining the army. I was like, what? (laughs) You just up and like that. You didn't want to tell me you're making this decision. He's like, "Nope I, I went in today. I signed. I was like, all right, all right. Well, I mean, maybe I'll go talk to him. And I went down there and, and talked to him about the, I just walked into the, the army office and I was like, I want to join the army. I want to be a cop. They're like, what about infantry? I was like, sure, man. I just want to do fun stuff. Am I going to do fun stuff? And he was like, yeah. And then uh, he he didn't lie to me. <laughs> so I just awesome. I think a lot of people get stuck on this whole college mentality, like like this is it, this is my chance to be great, or I'm going nowhere. But that's not true. Like you have this whole life ahead of you. You know? Like, yeah. I how many years were you in college for?
0: Yeah, I, you know, and I, and I feel like, yeah, that, yeah, that's, that's, that's it, you know? And, and again, like, obviously we're not here just to, we're not like judging anybody, but like, no, of, that, of course
1: not. Some people are yeah. meant for that kind of stuff. Like they just have exactly. drive, but like, I I just, wasn't meant for like four years of college wrestling and, and to be a cop. Like, yeah, you know, it just wasn't my path.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Same, you know, exactly. and I
1: assume that's the same for you. Like your your path was wasn't end all be all college football. Yeah. Like it was a stint in like a portion of your life that helped develop you, but it wasn't like it's not just who you are. Like there's more to Cooper than in DSU football.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome, man. No one has like asked me that question before. So that's
1: <laughs> yeah. uh. thank you. Sometimes, sometimes I, I ask uh, really deep questions that people uh, are very didn't expect, and uh, I, I it drives them out of their comfort zone. And yeah. so, sorry if I drove you out of your comfort oh, yeah, zone. It's all good. Yeah,
0: it's, <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's all good. Um, I oh, uh, when we were talking just now, you said that you, when you were younger, you were running in the mountains, shooting guns. Uh, where are you from originally?
1: I'm originally from Glendale, Oregon. It's a town okay. of like 800 people, tucked away in the mountains in the valley. It, i don't know if it's changed, but it, when I was there, it wasn't even on a map. So, wow, uh, yeah, it was pretty crazy. You couldn't find us on Google Maps. It was pretty wild.
0: Um, that is pretty wild.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was. It's it was almost a blessing because you could go do anything you wanted, like. Um, I don't know, me and my brothers, we would just up and leave the house and go on like a six hour hike through the mountains. And then we would come back to the house and it was a great day. Or like we would just, you know, we would just go hunting and you literally just walk up the mountain and go hunting. There wasn't like drive down the road or go to this area. Like, uh, it's just, I, I don't know. It was, it was a great place. I loved it. Awesome.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So like, um, so, okay.
1: You said Glendale? Yeah, Glendale, Oregon.
0: Glendale, Oregon. Okay, so um how so like big picture, like just overview, like how did you end up in Fargo? Oh
1: <laughs> wow. Um Okay. Oh man. This is a tough question to answer because does it start when I joined the army or does it start when I was in Colorado? You know? Um, I'll go from Colorado. Let's so go from not, Colorado. Long, okay. From, so I'm not long winded here. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Cause I can get long winded. I'm sure you can tell. Um, <laughs> okay. So I'm in Colorado. The army tells me, Hey, you came down with recruiting orders. I signed the contract, uh, for another six years. Um, and then, um, that was in April in August. I went to recruiting and um well i went to recruiting school um which is really just 6 weeks of how to run our programs and stuff like that some people honestly need to be taught like how to go talk to people so that was a portion of it um and then we get done with that and they give us our orders on where we're going now we, there's a portion of there where you get to pick and you get like 10 a list of 10 places unless you volunteered to be in recruiting I didn't volunteer. I came down in orders, so I didn't get to pick, which was totally fine with me. I didn't have an issue with it. I was just hoping I got decent places. Um, But what came down was like all these huge cities. And I was like, oh, no, I am not from a big city. And what I didn't understand is all the battalions are based in big cities. That doesn't mean you're going to be in a big city. So when I was looking at it, I was like, well, I just need to find the closest battalion to me then i need to find a place where i'm going to enjoy so I, like i didn't want to go to texas because i am not a hot person I, I am not good with the heat i didn't want to go to los angeles i didn't want to go to i didn't want to go to new york um but you know while it's cold like i just didn't hear great things about new york so i never wanted to go there um so minneapolis was up there and i was like well you know minnesota has all these lakes so i'll get to go fishing i love fishing so I picked Minneapolis well, then when you know those came down my um sergeant major um emailed me and he was like, Well, okay, where do you wanna where do you wanna be stationed at? here are your you know kind of like options, but you can try to pick other places and originally i I had picked uh uh I think I picked Bismarck, north Dakota um and then they were like, okay, well, Bismarck's full. Um, nice. Rather than just- what's up? They're no, good.
0: You're good. No, oh, okay.
1: Gone. Um, They said, uh, well, Bismarck's full. Fargo's open. You want to go to Fargo? I was like, fine. That, that's fine with me. It's not a big deal. <laughs>
0: Bismarck's full. Fargo's open. Yeah, that's <laughs> kind of like,
1: you know, that's how they're, the man, it has to do with manning and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 for sure. So yep, I was like, yep. okay, fine. I- I'll go to Fargo. Not a big deal. Like, I've I'd never heard anything about Fargo. This was my first, like, other than the movie, you know? So I never <laughs> heard. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know NDSU was like a thing, right? Um, most people don't. I, I just never <laughs> paid any attention. So, yeah. um, which was funny because, like, right after that that email, I sent the email back that I wanted to go to Fargo. I came into uh, my, my sister company, and I was talking to their – XO and and she was actually from South Dakota. And she was like, Oh yeah, you know, I'm from uh South Dakota State University or the Jack Rapids or whatever. And them and NDSU were big rivals and stuff. And I was like, oh cool, I'll just try to get a bunch of NDSU cups and send them to you guys as a joke. <laughs> <But> <laughs> so um, and then I got here um November like ninth, twenty twenty. And I've, I've been here since wow. and what's cool is like, no, one, I don't know how many people come up here with like an attitude about being in North Dakota, but I love it. I was built for the cold and like, I don't know, I'm a big community person. So I've, I've found like a lot in this place, a lot more than I guess I expected. Awesome. Awesome. That's awesome. Have you lived what here a- your whole life?
0: Um, no, I moved up here, um, in 2009 or f- fall of 2009. Um, I got a scholarship to play, um, football here and, uh, yeah, I never, I never went back. I met my wife's from Jamestown, which is 90 miles, uh, West of Fargo. And mm. I think we, we had the talk, um, we had the talk about moving slash getting married in the cities like one time and one time only. And that was the only time um, we had the talk Mm. and yeah. So well,
1: it's working out. So
0: yeah, it is. It is. (laughs) I mean, Fargo, like Fargo has definitely grown Fargo's like the whole, just the whole area and like surrounding areas that have it's from where they weren't Oh nine to like now they've
1: come a very long, long way. Oh yeah. Um, i've seen but i've yeah. seen a lot of pictures and stuff people showing me like things that used to never exist <laughs> yeah exactly you know? yep yep
0: so. awesome 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 what um what advice uh would you give your
1: eighteen year old self oh man um first it would be Oh man, that would be tough. Because when I look back <laughs> it, it would because uh um, yeah. when I look back, you know, I had this option to go wrestle in college and I did, and it was it was a great time. Like I had such a good time. Uh I've made so many friends in college that I still talk to today. It's tough. Um, but I've made closer, more meaningful, better opportunities with the army. So I probably I I probably tell myself like Hey man, what are you kidding yourself for? Like, you like throwing grenades and blowing things up and shooting guns? Go join the army. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the advice I would tell myself. So, awesome. Yeah, I. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what else I would have to tell myself other than that. Because, like, the nice thing was, is I when uh, I joined the army, I, I, I told myself I was going to try everything. And uh, I'm a big person that's scared of heights. And uh, when I joined, uh, they were like, do you want to go to airborne school? And I was like, what's that? I assume it's going to be something I don't like. And they were like, you get to go jump out of planes. And I was like, man, I don't want to do that, but I do want to do that. So sign me up. And then, wow, what a journey that took me on.
0: Wow. (laughs) That's awesome. I like. So I'm assuming then that you've jumped out of
1: planes and. Yeah, probably one too many. Oh.
0: Wow, that's awesome. What I mean, what I, is that? What is that like? I mean, because obviously you like you <laughs> see it on the movie. You see it on the movies. They make it look cool. Like, yeah. I mean, what is it like?
1: Okay. Uh. All right. So. You you get up kind of early. You got to go pull all your weapons and get all your gear together. So you get it kind of early for um they call it the airborne timeline. A lot of some people complain about it because you wake up early. I don't really have anything to complain about because I kind of understand it. So you, you yeah. get up, go get your weapon, you go get your your gear, you get it all ready, you get it all kind of packed up and ready for the jump and stuff like that. You got to go to this thing called uh, sustainment training. So you just go. They make sure that you know how to jump out of the plane without being a reckless, crazy hooligan. So uh, you do that. And then you go to a building where you get your chute and your reserve and, uh, you get it all rigged up, you get it all rigged up for yourself. And then you put it, you don your chute and all that stuff. And then a guy comes over, he checks all your gear and then you, you board the plane. Um, they call you up by uh plane number, chalk number, stuff like that. So you, you board the plane, get in the plane. Um, that's, that's probably when the anxiety really builds. You know, I don't think anybody who's willing to jump out of a plane doesn't have anxiety building about all the crazy things that can go wrong. But that's besides the point. I mean, even on my 20th jump, like I was still feeling the same way as, yeah, maybe not the same way as my first jump, but same way as my 10th jump. Like it's just, you know, you just, you know, you get, you always get sweaty bombs and like. You just you're alone in the plane. All right, I'm gonna go jump out of a plane. Like <laughs> I can't believe I'm doing this right now. Um so then, you know, you sit down, can't say their are most comfortable seats. Sometimes they do this thing where they call a map the earth where they like to fly around for a while and then uh and then they say they say all these commands to make you stand up and you hook your you hook your uh static line up to this uh anchor cable. And then uh, you check your partner's gear, make sure it's all good to go. And then uh, they say, uh, um, sound off for equipment check. And you you tap your buddy's helmet, slap his butt. And then at the front, they say, all good, Jumpmaster. They slap your hand. They say, first jumper, stand by. Uh, once there's one minute left until the until we hit the, the drop zone. And they open the doors. <laughs> That's where You're I'm getting goosebumps. Oh, yeah, when they open the doors. I yeah. mean, this is just, this is an expedited version. But, I mean, when they open those doors, it is, you know it's coming. Like, it's just, it's like this big rush of wind. And it's not, like, cold, right? It's just, like, your adrenaline starts there. The last minute before you get out, your adrenaline is just, your heart's pumping. And you're like, one, you've been in the chute for a while, and it's not light. So you're like kind of leaning against the plane. You're like, Oh, this is rough. But at the same time, you're like, Oh man, my heart is just racing right now. And then, uh, you see like, they'll give this like, uh, kind of, you know how, like with your fingers, your point finger, and your thumb, you like give the idea of like something small, right? They give that, they, they throw that up and that's a signal for 30 seconds. (laughs) You like, see that. And you're like, dude, like this is taking way too long. Like I'm ready to get out now. (laughs) And then that green light hits and you're just breathing. You're like, okay, let's go, let's go, you know. And then uh, and then everyone's just kind of waddling to the exit. And then you, you get to the exit, you jump as far as you can out of there. And man, it's like, hmm, how do I put this? You're trying to count because you want to count. That's how you want to count a, a certain number. That's how long it takes for your shoot to come out. <laughs> I don't even know if I've ever really counted. I think I was just making grunting noises thinking I was counting. Yeah. <laughs> but, you, your plane's going 150 kilometers one way and then you're jumping out into this like wind tunnel almost. And you're, you're, you know, expecting the chute to come out. And then you just, it comes out and you look up and you're like, I made it. <laughs> I made it to the, I made it to this part, like I, all that build up for, you know, six, four to six seconds. Like
0: <laughs> what's the you, uh, what's the altitude?
1: Uh, Any I mean, it, it oh, differs. But okay, got um, it.
0: OK, I, I was thinking it was like a specific. But yeah, I, sp- I suppose you were doing that in. Oh, the, a, the like, helicopters you know, are scarier.
1: The helicopters are scarier when you jump out of a, a Blackhawk. It's it's cool. It's easier. It's chill. But it's scarier because your legs are dangling, and we had to jump with some uh, some foreign soldiers one time, and their shoots hadn't took took a little bit longer than ours to fully deploy, so we had to oh. go higher. So we jumped out at eighteen hundred feet out of this black hawk. and the black hawks like sh- like like because the wind's blowing, it was like you know, uh, kind of oscillating a little bit. Oh, my heart. I mean, I, mm, that was tough, man. Yeah. And like you just, when you jump out of those, cause they're not going very fast. So when you jump out of those, you just go straight down. <laughs> that was scary. Wow. Especially when they bank and you're just like sideways, basically looking at the ground, Like that's pretty scary too. <laughs> it's, it's a good time. Like it's exhilarating. I'm glad I did it cause I faced my fears. But it yeah for sure
0: (laughs) can't like it's freaking scary that is crazy that is crazy
1: yeah um have you ever jumped out of a plane before no i have
0: never jumped out of a plane before i i mean and i don't want to say like i never will but it's yeah it's just it's just it's just crazy like that's i mean it's all it's awesome like i mean the movies make it Mm. look
1: look pretty pretty sweet define awesome because I've done some awesome things and I'd way rather do those than jump out of the plane again. And that's just, some people love it. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's, and it's, it's all perspective, right? Like, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's everyone's experience, right? Like, like you've probably done like jumping out of a plane, for example, like I can only imagine what that was like, like for me, like, that would be a awesome experience. Like for me, but like, Again, I've never been on the like on the West Coast. I've never lived in like in Oregon, and I, I know it's awesome and it's beautiful on that side. I've literally been in the Midwest my whole life, so like <laughs> when you say going to the mountains and like shooting gun, like to me that is awesome because <laughs> I come from I come it's from fair. the cities, like like big lights, like seeing guns for the first time at my father in law's place was like the craziest, coolest thing ever, like. Oh, that people have them up here in their house, like so. I'm, I'm pretty, you know. So it's all perspective, right? Like that's fair. So
1: yeah, (laughs) (laughs) we, uh, we used to actually like make uh, like little bombs with uh, ping pong balls, and we like put gunpowder and stuff in there, put a fuse in there, and then uh, you like coat it in like uh, nail polish or something like that, and then you wrap it up in. Um oh gosh, I can't remember. Anyways, made this little dumb bomb. Not even a real bomb, but we would just throw those as like fireworks. (laughs) You take them up in the mountains and you throw them in the little quarries out there. Yeah. They were fun. It was a good time. Yeah.
0: Cool, cool. Well, Trent, this has been great, man. Um it's, it's cool, man. I, like, I I love this podcast because like, I, I can come on here and like, just have a genuine conversation with people and like, and just talk to them about their life, you know? And then I think yeah. the audience will appreciate like, just hearing a different side of like the army recruiter that you see down the street or coming into your school. Right. Like they have an awesome life too. Like, don't, don't judge them based on, on <laughs> what you see from the outside. Right hopefully that
1: doesn't happen often, but yeah, I do get some I do get some uh, some pretty um heinous things that are said to me, yeah, so Dale, yeah, changing that just helps the future recruiters down the road so exactly. Get, talk to you like that, yeah, exactly. and I hope this
0: this podcast can play a, a a little tiny part um in that, man. and I just want to say thanks for coming on.
1: Yeah, of course. Thanks for having where, me.
0: Yeah, no, no, pleasure's mine. Um where if I, like if our audience wants to like like see some of the things you're doing online f- for the army or volleyball like where where's the, some of the places they can they can go?
1: Um okay, so um www.goarmy.com. That's a great place to start. Uh, it's a little, you know, it's just a starting point. So uh, if you really want to, if you really are curious or you really have questions about what that looks like and if it may be a possibility for something uh, for you, uh, then someone would go to our station. Um, our station is uh, 835 23rd Avenue East, um, West Fargo, North Dakota. Um, but they can also find me on Instagram, RagingTuna66. Uh, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm everywhere. Um, so you anybody can always DM me or text me at 701-946-0980. Like you can text me, call me, email me. I don't care. Ask me questions. I get questions all day. That's my job. Spread information. Awesome, awesome. Before
0: before you go, um, I followed you on Instagram. Oh, nice. What what's the uh, what's what's the Twitter handle?
1: The Twitter handle. Uh, I think it's the same thing. Let me double check there. I don't want to mess that up. Okay, so it's at t underscore dub six six. T underscore dub six six.
0: Trent Walker. Bam. Yeah. Love it, love it, love it, love it. All right, all right, Trent, really appreciate it, man. Um, And I'm sure we'll be talking soon, man.
1: Awesome. Thanks so much.
0: Well, that was episode 138. Trent Walker, head wrestling coach for the girls at Cheyenne High School and army recruiter. Uh, for me, big takeaway for this episode is get to know people. Um, don't be judging a book by the cover, which is all too common in today's world. Uh, it was great getting to know him. Um, we're going to be doing things outside of this podcast. I'm pretty excited about that. Um, but yeah, next time you see Trent Walker or you know follow him on social media, I'll be tagging his... Uh, his pages um, in the show notes. Make sure you say hi and see what he's up to. Uh, very cool guy. Very, uh, very cool guy. Down to earth, uh, and yeah, just a really great individual. Um, but yeah, again, a big takeaway for me, guys. And this is why we bring people on this podcast, is like to get to know the person behind, behind the title, behind the job, behind the business right, getting to know the individual um, via myself and Caleb, then we can build relationships on the podcast with these people and then outside of it. So, um, no, that was, that was great, guys. Make sure you're always talking and, and just getting to know people as well. So that is all I have. Uh, make sure you rate, subscribe. Please leave a review. Um, if you guys haven't heard, there's a new restaurant that opened up in town. Um, I should, well, yeah, we're still, we're still under a year, or they're still under a year, uh, called Mahana Fresh, Build Your Own Bowl Gluten-Free Restaurant, uh, so please make sure you check them out, uh, invite your friends, again, like, gluten-free, you guys are probably thinking, like, oh my God, it's gonna taste, like, healthy, I mean, it is more on the health side, don't get me wrong, but it tastes awesome. It tastes awesome. It tastes fire. Uh, you can check out our reviews online and do that too. Uh, but yeah, make sure you guys try this out. And that is all I got. See you next week.